Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. I'm Stephanie, and you are listening to a special fiasco recording. And I'm Jeremy. I'm Carlin. I'm Jordan. And I'm Tim. Hey, Tim, new person. Newbie. New victim. Yes. (laughs) So uh, last time we did a uh, one-shot, it was Mike, who was kind enough to come under the microscope and deal with our problems. And and this time, Tim, a friend of uh, Stephanie's, uh, decided to come in. Now, Tim, apparently you and Stephanie have some kind of interesting royalty relationship going on. Yeah, I order him around. She orders me around and I ignore it, pretty much is what it boils down to. Um, she is uh, queen of the fictional nation of Elidor in a live-action role-playing game, and uh, we don't listen to the king, much less the queen. So yeah, she well, thinks she has power, but yeah. we never listen to her anyway. That so yeah. like me I like this time. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to be playing a kind of a quote-unquote Dungeons and Dragons-themed episode of Fiasco. The playset is called Dragon Slayers. I'm just going to go ahead and, and quickly paraphrase the actual uh, information about the ga- game, and uh, then we're going to talk about some of the special things that we're doing with it, and then introduce characters. Yay! So, the score. If you want to keep those hands, get them off my magic cloak. The bumpkins in this pissant mountain town could never have taken down that dragon. Their biggest hero hasn't seen battle since Drozik rode down from the smoking mountains three wars to end all wars ago. That old dude they call their town wizard fried his brain with one too many elixirs of awareness and can't even light a campfire with all his spells combined. So, yeah, we rode into town, a bunch of outsiders, ready to solve that problem. Solve the dragon. And no, we don't care what they think. And yes, we're big damn heroes. These yokels should worship at our feet. They didn't blast those mummies to dust or make a death trap built with technology lost centuries ago, their uh, bitch. And they sure as hell didn't slay that dragon. That's our dragon, and its gold is our gold. So unless you're bringing us ale and whores, get the F out before we transform you into a turkey and serve you for dinner. So movies that they suggest for this particular theme of uh, Fiasco would include Army of Darkness. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Conan the Barbarian. And the gamers uh, Darkness Rising. Yay! Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, that is one of your favorites. Uh, so, actually, Stephanie, you're, you're going to be starting off this game for us, so would you like to go ahead and share a little bit about your character? Sure. Well, as usual in Fiasco, we um, set up relationships before we figured out our characters, so I share two relationships, one with Tim, where we are a family and romance relationship of spouses in an arranged marriage, 
and one with Jeremy, where our relationship is war, uh, you killed my father. So going off those, I came up with the character of Katya Greystai, and she is the eldest daughter of a mountain warlord given in marriage to Tim's character to pacify tribal relationships. And um, she killed uh, Jeremy's character's father as a coming-of-age ceremony. Well, that's a wonderful way to grow up. Oh, yeah, she's friendly. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, how about your character? All right, uh, my character, um, my other relationship, is with Carlin's character. We share a relationship of culture. We are the same non-human race, and we sort of determine that is Ifritz. So uh, my character's name is Desmond Visker, and out to avenge his father's death. Yeah. Killed by Stephanie's character, Katya. There you go. Um, this is Carlin here. Uh, my character, um, I was, I'm obviously a male Ifrit uh, because of my relationship with um, Jeremy. My other relationship, though, is with Jordan, and it is a fellowship relationship of vicious scoundrel and pacifist healer. So I am an Ifrit pacifist healer. <laughs> I, I am a male, but my name is Ashley, and... Uh, the location I was I was given a location. It was in the wild, a fairy circle. I was an orphan child, and I was raised in a fairy circle uh, by fairies. So I carry around with me for all my magic purposes and healing um, a endless bag of fairy dust. Right, healing. That's what they call. Yes, it's healing. But at the same time, it is something that has made me passive because Fritz are typically very angry and quick to um, rash action. Uh, but I am pacifist because I have taken to snorting the fairy dust. Um, so that's that. <laughs> How passive you can be with that little problem, I don't know. My name, my name uh, is Fade the Benevolent. I am a... Uh, essentially, I, I would like to consider my character to be something of a uh, Dungeons & Dragons mafia boss. <laughs> So, um, if you're familiar with the Dresden Files, Gentleman Johnny Marcone would kind of be what my character thinks he is, but he's a little bit, he's much more debased. And, <laughs> and he doesn't have a uh, girl in a coma who he goes to visit every week. Well, well that's nice. So, yeah. Um, so, I have a need, though, to amass a horde. And the reason I'm trying to get all this money together is so that I can fund a private army. Now, this army... Well, I think it's for me, but it really isn't because I have a relationship with Tim's character um, of magic. And this this relationship is kind of twisted because one of us is the di dia diabolist and one of us is the intended victim. Sac sacrificial victim. <laughs> so... Um, Apparently, what, what Drevin wants to do... We'll go ahead and let Tim describe what his character wants to do with mine. Okay, um, I'm playing Drevin Grayskye, who is a minor noble and has been for years, but his family has history. We were the ones... My great-great-grandfather was the one who came down in the last Great War and tried to uh, fight in that war. And we've declined since then, and I now want to rule everything again. I want to put our family back to where it was. But I've realized I can't do it through the normal court channels because I just don't have the influence. 
So, I've decided to follow the ways of the Satanist. Let's go that way, because I can't come up with that other word. Diabolist? Diabolist, that's the word I was looking for. And Fade, I realized that he has some contacts in the underworld that could be very useful to me, but I can't, of course, allow him to continue to live once he gets me what I need, because then he might seek the power. So I have to take him out. Then, of course, I've got this whole problem with this arranged marriage with this barbarian woman who's just <laughs> totally destroyed all of my plans because Dad forced me to marry her. But I am good killing dragons. Yeah, whatever. I don't need to kill dragons. I need to take over and rule the world. So I kind of got to get rid of her, which I will do somehow, but I haven't quite figured out yet. Yes, indeed. So we've got some pretty interesting relationships and characters here and everything like that. Uh, we've done a couple, we've chosen to have a couple of the add-ons to the game, which is going to make it pretty cool. Um, the first add-on that we have is a free download that you can get as one of the, one of the many play sets that are available. It's actually called Living Dead. And essentially what it does is it takes some of the regular dice from Fiasco and replaces them with what they call stunt dice. Whenever those stunt dice are chosen, well, then we have zombies. Right. Yeah, so... Zombies! I don't think we can do any kind of gaming session that it doesn't involve some kind of horror. So the zombies are the... Peasants the, would revolt. Yeah, the peasants would be revolt. Um, so that's what the zombies are all about here. Um, so we'll explain that further as we go through the game. Another add-on that we chose to use for this game comes from the Fiasco Companion, which is the uh, second book in the Fiasco line. Um, it's pretty much an in-depth guide uh, for making your own fiasco games excellent. Uh, so what they have one alternate tilt tables that they call the tilt, the soft tilt, and they also have the um, just the, they change the aftermath table a little bit too. So we're going to be running off of both of those, and uh, they should prove to have some interesting twists to the game that uh, would other uh, otherwise not be expected. So. Our town is this little, let's call it Gray Sky, just to keep it with the name of the noble. Um, it's not a, it's not a very, um, not a large town, and it's probably a little bit on the dreary side. It used to be grandiose, but has fallen into disrepair as the family fortunes have fallen down. There's a lot of ruins overrun by pests, like you know, ifrits, zombies. Oh. Yeah. So. So that is where we are beginning today's fiasco game. So, Stephanie, you have the first scene. Do you want to establish what your character is doing, or do you want to choose your dice outcome? I think I would rather choose my dice. Okay, what, what kind of die do you want? Um, I think I would like a black die. This is going to be interesting. Mm. Stephanie will be giving away a black die for her first die. Yes, I will. <clears throat> okay, so we would have to come up with the scene for her? Yes. How about a flashback scene of when her father informed her of the arranged marriage and it's a fight between them and obviously she did not win that fight. What kind of fight? Physical fight? Well, we oh, are yeah. mountain Maybe. barbarians. Oh, yes. They did you, did you challenge definitely. your father to trial by combat? I don't think it was that formal. <laughs> yeah, I think dad just said, you're doing it. And she said, no, I'm not. <laughs> and pulled my sword. Yeah. Oh, battle axe. You seem like a battle axe kind of broad. All right. Does, it, does this sound like a good, uh, a good scene a broad, to roll with? I, I think that's a good scene to roll with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's Daddy. gonna be the father? <laughs> Do you, you want to try a Russian accent? 
Dude, does someone want oh, it gosh. to be me since who, I came up with it? Who has Russian accent? Like the much. <laughs> Not Jordan. Russian accent. I have no accent. So I'm out. I don't know if I can do Russian. I can try it. Well, then it's always ready to go. My mind. No, I, can't, is, I can't do I can't even think about how it I had to do a Ukrainian accent in a movie once. It was kind of weird. Think about you, drinking lots of vodka. Lots of vodka. You must marry Lord Greyska. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound much. <laughs> I don't care. I'll... Please. I don't know what it's We have I mean, a volunteer. Whoever wants to. I, I mean, we could do the Sean Connery version of, of accents. <laughs> Everything just sounds the same. You're supposed to be Russian. You're Scottish. What? Do we need cotton balls? <laughs> we'll go Italian. Okay, so... You can do Italian. I'll do it. I'll, I'll be your father. Okay. What's his name? Wait, what's your last name? Um, what's my Grace maiden name? Oh, it is. Yeah, maiden, maiden name. name. Um... Bloodletter. Yeah. Ooh. Ivan the Bloodletter? Ivan Bloodletter. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. We're, we're, set the scene, guys. Okay. So, <clears throat> Ivan the Bloodletter has led his horde of mountain warriors to ignoble defeat at the hands of the Grey Sky Militia. <laughs> Bolstered by the King's Force. Yes. Let's be fair. And a dragon. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I have a pet dragon. <laughs> That's why we went and killed the dragon, because I was ticked off that that dumb thing lost us the battle. <laughs> That's actually, that is now canon. <laughs> so, um, so, so Ivan the Bloodletter is, is not too happy that he had his uh, ass handed to him. So uh, he's decided to appease the Grey Sky uh, family by offering you up. So... Let's say that it, the, the scene is a little bit rainy. It's cold outside. It's a war camp. It's a war camp, so there's a lot of smells. Mud is everywhere. Horses, there's lots of noise, smell. Um, probably you guys are not big on... on um, Showering? Yeah, on hygiene, <laughs> and also you have your necromancers have been working overtime. Okay. Right. Screams of the dead, don't forget. Yeah. Dead the dying. So is she in one of the tents, I guess? Yes. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sharpening okay. my weapons after... So I, Ivan comes in. Yes. <clears throat> Katya, we, okay. have, we have business to discuss. Yes, are we going to do another charge? No. War, yeah. war is over. War marriage is never over, father. Marriage is on. Excuse me. <laughs> for for appeasement, enemy must have hand of wife. Beautiful woman. You lost me. <laughs> are you giving them mother? I give you. You are wife. I am not a wife, I am a warrior. You may throw rocks, quite good, but you are wife. First you insult me and then you say you're going to hand me off to some, what, country lord? I am father. You listen. You are nothing, you are dead. I draw my sword. She draws her sword. So Ivan draws his sword too. <laughs> or Battle axe? Yeah, Great. no, mine is a battle axe. axe. Yeah. Okay, hers is a battle axe. Does he have like I take a, a swing at your maid section. So he has like a great sword. Okay, so he gets his great sword up in time and blocks it. Actually, he blocks it by pulling it out of the sheath and blocks Ooh, it while pulling it out called? of the sheath. Uh, Aijitsu like a... is the Japanese pull and strike at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So, you can um, Japanese and Russian at the same time. Oh, there you go. Well, they don't. <laughs> you read the article. <laughs> 
<laughs> so as 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 this is happening, your mother bursts into the tent. And she's kind of the one who has Ivan the blood letter under her thumb. <laughs> she is the neck to the Yes, head. exactly. <laughs> And, and she, she's also, she. You're a little afraid of her, maybe. Well, everybody is afraid. Of Every, everybody is afraid of mother. <laughs> Katya, what are you doing? He said he was going to marry me off to some uh, country lord. This is for good. This is for good of our people. Mother, talk to him. You draw sword on your own. You draw battle axe on your own father. Well, yes, he's going to marry me off. I am not a wife. I am a warrior. This daughter, constant pest. And she smells no good either. Well, that's your fault. I take after father. And unibrow, too bushy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Draven will get over unibrow. You are only jealous because I have better facial hair than you do, father. Nothing to be proud of. You will marry men. I will not. I will die first. If you die, you die with family's honor. Do you want Fine, the... I will go kill that dragon so we can have second try. No. Decision is final. This is decision from both of us. If you make this decision, if I have to marry that lord, then I become his, and I will come after you. The peace will last. We take his word over yours, because then you will be his. You'll know he just wants to turn me against you, and then we will come and kill you all, just like the Ifrits. This is only option. You will become wife and mother to large whelps of children. At least I will not become a coward like my parents. Stop being idiot, and think of all the people you will save by making this marriage. They Selfish. Or not selfish. Our people will have done better to die honorably. End of discussion. You will do this or I will kill you myself. Would be better off. She just drops her battle axe and storms out of the tent. In the scene. Right. <laughs> so Katya, who are you giving away your black dye to? Hey, go, honey. <laughs> Tim, as our uh, as our guest, <laughs> you're gonna get crapped on. I've been black dyed. Well, it, 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 it's to get honestly not him. that bad. It could <laughs> be worse. So I'm okay with this. It's all good. It just depends on how many white dice you get now. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Title of the episode: Unibrow Too Bushy. <laughs> <laughs> or the daughter has better facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at this point, I. Start it, and then you guys finish it, right? Well, we're actually okay. going to continue on with uh, Jeremy at this point, because it goes around. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go that way. So. Uh, I'm going to choose the die. Okay. I will choose a white die. Okay. I'll let you guys oh, frame the scene. I would like to see the scene where the two Ifrits meet up. Because presumably, uh, Carlin's character was raised by fairies, so they have not met before a certain point. That's true. So we haven't known each other. Mm -hmm. We just... So, we, yeah, our first meeting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the question would be, would Carlin's character at some certain point decide he wants to know what his people are like and go back to find, like, the Mountain Ifrit tribes or something? I, mean, I want to know my parents. <laughs> that could be something that we decide on, on, on his scene. Yeah. I mean... Or that could kind of be decided in this scene. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, the, the, it, I think we can leave that um, 
up to debate, but what is it that you think the a positive result could come from meeting someone who is apparently some kind of pansy? <laughs> According to your people. I'm a fairy, you freak. <laughs> Well, if you want to, if you if you don't want to, like, okay. Well, he is the healer type, so it could be that he's like, okay, if I talk to this guy, he's going to know lots of people, and he might have information to get me towards the person who or killed my father. Maybe Jeremy's character was injured. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like the injured rat. Yeah. How were you yeah. injured? Uh, picked a bar fight. Oh yeah, you do oh. have you do have the Hot location head. of the tavern. I do have the location of the Buxom Wench Inn and Tavern. So, I will got into a bar fight and basically maybe get kicked out, and I get thrown out into the wild, and I'm wandering around and stumble across. He's very Ashley. Ashley's very ring. He's in his very ring. Yeah. All right. So, where do you guys want me to start the? I guess just. Let's start with you hitting the mud outside of the right. tavern door. <laughs> Cutscene being thrown out of bar. <laughs> yep. yeah. That's always a good place to introduce a character. Right. Out of the bar. Yeah. Right. I just want to know who's the one who threw him out because that dude's on fire, man. How do you get a hold of him and throw him out the door? Right? He would be pretty angry. Maybe he gets thrown in a mud puddle, so there's a hiss. <laughs> I, I would imagine a drink has been thrown on him at least once tonight. Ooh, hopefully not high alcohol content. <laughs> yeah. Flambe. Green alcohol. <laughs> All right. And never come back! Oh, I'll be back! <laughs> oh. I guess I've got a pretty big gash somewhere across my chest, shoulder area. I just sort of just take off, stumble, running out into the into the wild. And um Some kids as you're as you're stumbling through, they they see you and you go, Hey look, isn't that Desmond? Isn't he like all flamey and powerful and everything? Look at him now! Ha 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 ha! And then a bear comes out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, they eat the children. Go up, that bald head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we got biblical. <laughs> uh, so I, I turn and look at him. Now I'm going to start to charge him. Okay. Children? Yeah. Oh, an animai showing up, I guess. While he's trying to beat children up. <laughs> no, he, so but let's say that I'm he starts... I'm trying to chase, just chase them off. Yeah, oh, just chase, chase them off. Okay. And then, intimidate them, scare them, chase them away. So then while you're chasing them, I'm actually walking through the town, and I kind of like come around a corner. And so we basically see each other while I'm just turning the corner, and you're running after these kids. So we're kind of like about to intersect. What do Ifrits look like? Do you guys recognize each other on site? Uh, yeah. I would think so, because they're like fire people, basically. Yeah. It's pretty Think of a genie in okay. covered in flames, basically. Yeah, very yeah. distinguishable. Yeah, cool. You can't really miss them. <laughs> so we see each other, and I'm like, oh, oh. My, oh my, oh my gosh. Is that, is that a nefrit? You're, you're, a, you're me. You're me. Y- yes. Hi. I'm, where, where are you from? I'm, I'm Ashley. I'm from the fairy circle. Hi. Where? Nice, nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, what tribe are you from? I'm from the fairy circle. Yeah, I don't know of a fairy circle tribe. Um, I mean, it's not its not so much of a tribe. It's just, I was, okay, let me, let me explain. I was an orphan. I never knew my mom and dad. And the fairies took me in. They taught me how to be a healer. You, you need healing. 
You look like you need healing. Can I heal you? I, I cue the Incredible Hulk theme song right here. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same. I'd like to heal you. <laughs> and then he reaches down and opens his bag of fairy dust. And he just takes it and he throws it on him. <laughs> and there's like this little... <laughs> and then uh, that heals him. Fireworks. But then he also has a little bit in his hand and he just kind of turns and goes... <clears throat> and then closes the bag. You're better? You're better now, right? Uh, I, I guess it doesn't hurt as, as much. What are you doing? I think we should be friends. Friends? Yeah. You're hanging out with fairies. They're good people. People? They're not yeah. people. Look, they took care of me from a young age. They're good people. I'll take you there. We can meet them. I, th I think it's better if I took you back to, to my tribe and they can figure out what's wrong with you. Is your tribe more like us? My tribe is like me. You are like nothing I've ever seen before. <laughs> is that a good thing? No. Which is why I need to fix this. Let's go. Okay. It's like a My Little Pony! <laughs> <laughs> See? It's... Oh, Lord. Oh. I want to buy a collectible of you. <laughs> Ashley the Afreet. <laughs> Ashley, the... Ashley the Fairy Afreet. Ashley the Fairy Dust Addicted Afreet. <laughs> I want to give it to my daughter. Oh. Just don't so pick up that Fairy Dust Addiction. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so that Alright, brave scene. Jordan gets the white die. Yeah, yeah, white die. <sighs> That's gonna be a problem for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess it's my turn then. Um, I am going to take a die for myself. I want a black die, because being a pacifist, I don't see much going well for me in this world. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and take a quick break there, and we will find out what happens with you and your black die when we come back on the next episode of this fiasco session. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. The cast is Carlin, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Jordan, and Stephanie. This podcast is released under our Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives 3.0 Unboarded License. Please feel free to share the podcast but please do not modify it or attempt to gain financially from it. To find this show online, visit our site, BoneThrowersTheater.com. Our Twitter feed is at BoneThrowersTheater, and our email address is BoneThrowersTheater at gmail.com. Join our social networks on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was designed by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. Until next time, may the bones fall in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.